You know how last week you talked about talking to Todd, the next generation, and how 20 years from now, you know, and Whoopi Goldberg is still going to be on and for some reason and whatever. Yeah. Well, yep. that led me to this. Podcasts, The Final Frontier. These are the voyages of Talking to Todd. Their continuing mission to explore strange new topics, to seek out new shows and new technologies, to boldly learn what no one has learned before. One note from the network. <laughs> I would have gone with to learn bold new topics that no one wants to hear about. <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs> Let's dig into some. How about that? Oh, this is going to be a good show. <laughs> Hi, toddlers. I don't have my notes, so I, I don't know what to say. Like, I read this over and over and over. You'd think I'd have it memorized by now. Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? I, I don't have the rundown. I, I'm, I'm flying blind here, which is a perfect indicator of how my week is going. I was going to say every single week you say where failure is always an option. And sometimes we joke about that. Ha ha ha. But given the current, uh, given our current setup to get this recorded, uh, it, it's more than an option this week. Um, it's, it's highly probable. So this week I'm on the road in Florida doing a trade show for work. You know how we normally don't talk about work on this podcast. Right, because, because it's already an hour. <laughs> uh, we we will we will get to something that I learned on this trip that's work adjacent late, later in the show. But if I sound a little hollow, if my voice sounds a little hollow, if I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah. What you're not you're not now you're not traveling with a full recording studio, <laughs> and I'm staying in a home to suites a Hilton home to suites, which is mm, very okay. new, modern, stark, lots of sharp hard edges for the sound to bounce off of in this hotel room. So, excellent, excellent. It's a great, great environment. You know, if you were building a new a new hotel now. Given the fact that at least six, the the either primary or secondary occupation of at least sixty to sixty five percent of everybody in America is content creator, you would think that you would actually include sound dampening, maybe a boom mic so you can put your own uh, boom arm to put your mic on. You know the the whole setup. Ooh, business opportunity. 
Oh, talking to Todd Sweets, right? So, <laughs> so we make it look like a studio with backgrounds in it, and then you can just stay there, and then you can you can record your podcast or shoot your YouTube video or do your TikToks or tweet to Facebook or whatever it is that you're doing, but you could do it in the hotel. So, uh, so how you doing? How's your week? Um, I'm just glad it's over. Um, it's been a long week. It's been a really long week. Dude, you realize this is only Wednesday. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> oh, that's a problem then. That's a, that's a big problem. <laughs> well, that tells you how my week's gone. Same, same. Uh, let's see. Where do we, where do we want to start this week? Feedback? Do you have any yeah, feedback? Yeah, you know, the, the place we start with every week? Sure. Yeah, let's Here go there. Again, me without my rundown, I'm just flying blind here. We have, uh, let's see. Oh, hey. Oh, it loaded. Look at this. Okay. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say, if need be, I could, I can bring up the rundown on my iPad and then hold the rundown up to my camera on my iMac so that you can see it and then, and then you could read it. Um, you know what? Listen, I am an IT professional. We can solve problems. Um, hey, Todd, you just want to read it? Oh, no, 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 no. Why, why, why do this the easy way when you can involve at least 17 different pieces of equipment? Hey, hey, Todd, why did, why did you buy a new iPad? Oh, that's the, that's Dwayne's rundown iPad. But I don't, what? Just listen this week. It'll all make sense. <laughs> uh, I highly doubt sense. it. I highly, even if, even if I did, I highly doubt it. <laughs> People don't tune into this podcast for, you know, rational thinking. Who does that? <laughs> okay. So, so feedback. Yeah. Where are we uh, at with feedback? Yeah. Amy and I, Amy and I drove into Chicago for the weekend last weekend, visited her sister. Listen oh yeah, happy, to, happy, happy birthday again, Amy. Listen to last week's episode. Um, so there's, there's some feedback and there's some, well, there's a question which may lead to a correction, but don't know yet. Um, I guess let's start with Deep Space Todd. <laughs> Sounds like porn. It sounds like a lot of things, none of them good. The the guy that Amy's sister is seeing, his name is also Todd. Oh, okay. But since since we don't know LL Cool J Todd personally. Mm, yeah. We've got this other t- so there's there there was some debate about who was actually the second coolest Todd that Amy knows <laughs> because Julie's Todd is pretty cool. Just got to put that out there. Okay. Okay. All right. So just to be clear, just you guys got in a car. Yeah. You drove to another state. Yeah. To a big city. Yeah. Saw family for birthday celebrations. Uh-huh. And you spent a non-zero amount of time ranking Todd's. Yes, that's yes, that's accurate. <laughs> just, just, just want to get my okay, okay, fun, fun times. <laughs> and there were let's let's just put it out there. There were some Todds on the list that were pretty rank. So, <laughs> oh yeah, that's I, I set that up, didn't I? I did, I did. Yeah. By the way, just not for nothing. Just in case, in case people down the are listening to this going. Huh, that's weird that Todd, Todd's not asking uh, where he ranked on that list. No, you know, I'm not. Nope, nope. Don't ask questions you don't want the answers to. <laughs> it's the first thing they teach you in law school. 
Yep. Yep. That's no, don't. That's fine. That's cool. That's that's all right. Um, and I guess thirdly, um, why does Lisa have both an iPad and a Kindle? Because oh. you know you can put the Kindle app on your iPad. Yes. Yes. Um, not speaking for Lisa, but I'll answer the question. Um, couple of reasons. So, so Lisa reads a ridiculous number of books. She reads, she reads very quickly and, and just goes through books. A couple of things. Cause I asked her about that. A couple of things. Number one, the Kindle is a little easier on your eyes, um, because of the e-ink than the bright screen, especially if you're reading at night. Fair Especially point. if you get up in the middle of the night and you can't sleep and you want to read for a little bit, um, the the Kindle screen is probably much better on your eyes. Second reason is the battery on the Kindle will last a ridiculous amount of time compared to an iPad, right? Like your Kindle can go for a couple of weeks, uh, potentially. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why doesn't so, Apple leverage some of that technology? Oh, well, okay. Welcome to Todd's Tech Corner, and you didn't say in 50 words or less, so buckle up. This one's on me, toddlers. (laughs) The, real quick, the e-ink screen on Kindles, (laughs) it's it's great for text. It would be terrible for anything else. So it's the screen technology is completely different. So it's actually what makes it easier on your eyes is also what makes it easier on the battery. Basically, the way that Kindle works is it, it requires almost... Once it puts, it only needs power when it changes the text, but when the text is showing, it doesn't need any power. So, really, um, yeah, right. Versus an iPad screen that has um, lights behind it that have to shine all the yeah. time. So a Kindle can go for a couple of weeks uh, potentially without without charging. And she was using a Kindle um, well before the iPads came out, so she's. She's, she's probably the only person I know that's worn out Kindles, like just, just worn them out. <laughs> like, well, that one's done. It used to be when we, before Kindles, uh, we would go on, uh, we'd go on like a week long cruise and she would bring, um, seven to 10 paperback books with her for a seven day cruise. Um, that's a lot of space. And then it's like, here's a Kindle. Um, you can have, you can have a thousand books on it. And that, that helped with packing. So. Anyway, yeah. Amy used to do that with magazines. Yep. Yep. And then we got, we were one of, I don't know, maybe a dozen people that subscribed to Apple News Plus. Well, we, we subscribed to Texture. Yes. So did we. Yep. Which was fantastic. And then Apple bought them and ruined it. That's, yes. That's not news on a whole massive, massive list of items but yes where listen where did you what where did my magazine go i just wanted to read a magazine how why why like oh we improved them nope nope you didn't because here's the thing people who weren't reading magazines aren't going to read this garbage that you're doing now because they don't know about it and the people that were reading it can't figure out how to read it now because you basically blew it up and you hit everything so other than that yeah um, still a proud but subscriber yet, of Apple News Plus. Uh, yeah. So, and yet I still pay the ten bucks a month for Apple News Plus. I'm not exactly sure why. Uh, we got to we got to get you switched over to the bundle. But anyway, that's a whole other thing altogether. 
Uh, well, yeah, let's let's put a pin in that for next week's Tech Corner. Oh, yeah. There's a teaser, everybody. You want to talk about Apple bundles next week? Everybody's like, whoa, I'm busy. Oh, I don't, oh, I don't I'm know when it's going to be released, but something's come up. <laughs> Boy, I'm busy for like the next two weeks. <laughs> I will not be putting that in the show notes. If we're going to talk about it, I'll just sneak that one in. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to draw everybody in the way you think it's going to, but... <laughs> How about you? Did you, get, did you get any feedback this week? Um, no, no, uh, no feedback on my on my part. Uh, everybody, everybody liked everything they heard. We had to stop, and I have to edit for you to go back and look something up, and then decide there was no feedback. I just want to be clear on this point. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let me go look. Uh, nope, nothing. Okay. Toddler no- number negative uh, eighteen up in Minnesota. She sent me a photo of somebody with pool noodles duct taped to their feet. Oh, I see what you're doing. So instead of instead of doing the pool the pool noodles around one piece of furniture, if you if you put them on your feet, then you're protecting against all pieces of furniture. I I and I appreciate the help. It looks it looks very very uncomfortable, uh, but I'm sure it would be very effective. So my foot still hurts for the Can record. we just quick question uh what does Zazzle charge for putting our logo on some pool noodle slippers <laughs> I I still have stickers toddlers if you want a sticker you got to reach out and let me know cuz I still have about I don't know 40 of them um and I can hook you up and I will just sticker them out of a pool noodle and it'll be fine and then she wrote, I've got about 20 plus minutes left of podcast, and then I'll send more comments if I have more. It's a slow day at City Hall. And I said, you know, you could edit a new opening for us, assuming you're having a slow day at work. No, 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 I'm good. I liked your Quantum Leap opening. <laughs> but you realize you have to do a third one now, <laughs> which we did. So there you go. She thinks we may need to... Um, if there's an if there's an issue with you being on vacation and us not being able to record, um, we should see if there are toddlers out there that want to join and, you know, guest co-host, you know, while yeah. while you're on vacation. Uh, apparently, Lavar Burton might be available. Oh, oh, come on now, no, that's come on, that's <laughs> that's uncalled for. Apropos apropos of completely nothing. Uh, hey, Todd's not here this week, so as the uh, executive producer of the podcast, I've picked me as his replacement. So it's just going to be me. Is is it wrong when I found out that the executive producer in charge of picking the Jeopardy replacement picked himself? My reaction was, oh, he implemented the Dick Cheney plan. <laughs> I got to go find a vice president around here somewhere. Oh, look, it's me. That that entire thing is summed up incredibly well by the great philosopher Mel Brooks. Good to be the king. It's good to be the king. It is good to be the king. <laughs> the great philo- he's a stand-up. He's a stand-up philosopher. Oh, well, there you go. And I think that was about it. Nothing from the idiots, nothing from the highs. That's what I got. All right. Uh, any corrections, follow up, anything we needed to clean up from last week? I did have one suggestion. 
um, listening back as we were listening and we were talking about additional themes that you could do. And, and I, th- I even sent you a list of, of spoken word themes for you to work off of. You did, did? You not get that right at the end of the show last week. Do you, do you listen to the show? I don't. Anyway, you emailed them to me. No, I texted it. Well, I texted it to somebody. All right. Whoever got that, you're welcome. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right after the show, the 25 greatest TV themes of all time. Part two spoken word from the Saturday evening post. Oh, oh, that's what that is. Oh yeah. I just, I just looked over that. <laughs> I didn't see that. Oh, all I saw was Schmigadoon. Oh yeah. 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 Look at the other one. It's got some ideas for you. <laughs> well, however, yeah, if you're, if you're pressed for time, this isn't on the list of the 25 greatest TV themes of all time. Part two spoken word. But I was thinking about like, if you need it, if you need to do one of these and like, just get it in and out. I have always thought that the, either the, the top line, the top of TV themes or the bottom of TV themes. I, I don't know which one, maybe it depends on your perspective was lost. And everybody goes, what theme song did lost have? And it was a single chord. It was one chord. Just bong. That was it. That was like literally was what's the least we can do to make a song. I don't know. A note. Go with a note. One note. So if you're short of time, all you need to do is just basically go into a microphone and go, Todd. And people are, what is that? Oh, that's lost. Yeah, it's yeah, lost. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. Right. That's from lost. It doesn't make any more sense than the final episode either. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Thank you for sending that. That's great. Hey. Oh, yeah, yeah. As far as, I mean, that, that, that should set us up for another 20 weeks. <laughs> Again, I don't know how long it's going to take for this bit to get old, but apparently it's not week three either. So. Guess not. <laughs> um, idiots. Okay. <clears throat> so last week we talked about Scott Frost. Yes, we did. <laughs> yep. And then the following day, I found out a person who's looking at our nomination of. So, again, quick recap Scott Frost allegedly cheated by holding additional practices in, a, in an undisclosed location with impermissible staff, hid it from the university, but videotaped it. Jesus. And yeah, and is now being investigated. By the NCAA. It's still funny. Yeah, it's, it's just awesome, isn't it? And you think that can't get any worse. And then in Apple News, why this showed up in Apple News, I don't know, algorithm or whatever, they know, hey, he likes sports. Here's something sports related. Um, there are, there's a bunch of sort of, they're quasi fan blogs that are tied, I think, to Bleacher Report that like local people get to write and cover stuff. Anyway, this one is from Corn Nation. <clears throat> okay. Yep. And the writer of Corn Nation, Nate McHugh, writes, a successful season for Frost would be a perfect response to McMurphy's sources. And what the gist of, the, of this is, I'm just going to paraphrase a couple of things here. It says, uh, basically, hey, I read that report, and the, the reporter's name is McMurphy. I read that report. And it, it appears that somebody within the program wants Scott Frost gone. And he would not be surprised if those same sources were the same ones who leaked all the stuff during Bo Pelini's era, previous coach. 
His suggestion is that Frost just put his head down and go win. He's on board for that to happen because the sources in this the sources have been a rot in the program for over a decade. Screw them. Quote, screw them. Okay. I'm just going to I want to I want to put this in context. Scott Frost is allegedly have cheated in a terrible way. And this guy says, I bet the people that told the NCAA about that cheating were the people that told about our last coach cheating. Do you know what the problem is? It's not that we keep hiring coaches that are cheating. Somebody keeps telling on them. And the problem with this program isn't the cheating coaches. It's the one person who probably has a conscience. We got to find them and get rid of them. And that will fix the program. Corn Nation, y'all. Corn Nation. (laughs) Again, not to belabor the point. Even with all the cheating, he's 12 and 20. And the other guy got fired too. Not for cheating, but for being a bad coach. Just saying. They're they're hiring bad coaches who cheat. (laughs) But the way to fix the program is to find the person that keeps saying, hey, maybe try not to cheat. Nope. Nope. Just win. Anyway, congratulations, Nate McHugh for uh being the being being the person to step up to the plate and defend scott frost okay so we're nominating nate we're not nominating scott this week oh no 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 this is frost adjacent yeah this is frost adjacent but but we nominate we nominate scott frost for idiot of the week and nate nate says i take it upon me to defend that guy and his defense is terrible the only (laughs) way this could have gotten worse is if he would have videotaped himself doing, doing the defense. Well, to be fair, the Nebraska defense isn't very good anyway, so it's on brand. <laughs> you know what? The only thing that's keeping Frosty from being a great coach is the other team keeps scoring on us, and that's really unfair. So if they would just stop scoring, we'd be an awesome program again. Can't oh. win at home. Can't win on the road. Couldn't pass, couldn't run, couldn't stop the pass, couldn't stop the run, couldn't kick. Other than that, we had a heck of a game. Band sounded good. (laughs) So did I tell you, did I tell you that I'm on the radio again this fall? No, no, you did not mention that. So Felderman took a new job as the alumni director for Faith Baptist Bible College in okay. Ankeny. Great job. He's going to do fabulous. I'm really excited for him. But it's going to take up so much time. We really can't. We, re- I mean, he would miss too many games because of faith activities, you know, like, so he said. Videotaping the coaches, things like that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, I really can't do Sheraton football on Friday nights. So I said, I'm, I'm out to Mark's out. I'm out, whatever. Um, and Amy said, well, why don't you call over to Dowling? We, we want to go to the Dowling games anyway, see the football team, see the band, whatever. If you're going to be there, if they need extra hands, why not? So I did. They're full, but he connected me with KXNO who does a, uh, football Friday nights kind of thing. Think red zone, NFL red zone. Yep. Except for high school football, 
And on the radio. On the radio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's 10 of us that are correspondents and we call in to the, to the studio and they basically do a whip around and we give reports. So I do a pregame. I do, you know, a report every quarter, a halftime, a postgame, a, you know, whatever. So, but every Friday night I'll be covering a different school for KXNO on Friday nights on the radio. Awesome. That's, that's great. Look at that. You're expanding your media empire. And they pay. <laughs> Whoa. Paid gig. So. Oh, you know what that means. Here come the write-offs. And just roll this all right into Dwayne Johnson, LLC. Fantastic. That hot dog? It's on the company. Uh, high school football. It's probably a walking taco. Okay, sure. If your, talk, if your tacos are walking, don't eat them. That's a problem. Walk, walk into Todd, walk into taco, talking to, I don't know. Anyway, talking to walk and taco. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. <laughs> Where the hell did we go with all that? I'm sorry. I was just going to say, listen, I've watched enough train videos to know a derailment when I've seen it. <laughs> Okay, so let's see. We did feedback follow-up. We did Idiots of the Week. I announced that I got a new job. What's on our topics for this week? Here we are at 30 minutes. I don't know. Okay. Um, since since I know that you're 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 working sort of tech uh you're you're working a little tech constrained, I've got I've got a few topics on my side. I'll throw some of them out so that uh so that you don't have to do additional research. Awesome. Um you are in so you're in Florida right now. This first one, Florida man. Stories always get great with that. Uh, this this comes out. Uh, this comes from the USA Today. A, uh, a f- the former Escambia County Sheriff David Morgan spent thousands of tax dollars to order a life size bronze statue of himself in his last year in office, in his final term, before he left. The new sheriff didn't know anything about it until a six foot four bronze statue of the previous guy shows up and gets delivered. There's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> the current sheriff called it a brash narcissistic waste. You don't make a statue of yourself and you don't use tax dollars to do it. They called the former sheriff to get his take on it. And he said it wasn't that big a deal. I was a sheriff at the time. I think people may be wanting to make more of this when it really is. It's just a statue of me saluting the men and women of Escambria County Sheriff's Office and the first responders that died on active duty. It's just that simple. And, and by the way, he said it could be just anybody, but it's it's of him, but the uniform has his name on it in bronze and has not just his sheriff regalia, but I guess he also wore medals that he earned from the Air Force on his sheriff's uniform and had that put in the statue as well. Oh, sweet Lord. And it was supposed to go in front of a memorial. He thought it was just going to be something nice. Um, he ordered he ordered that statue of himself and a statue of a canine handler from the sheriff's office with the canine. These are all life-size, so there's the canine handler and the canine and him. Life-size bronze statues. 
all from sheriff's tax dollar fund. Do you want to guess how much it would cost you to order those two statues? Because it's not that big a deal. It's it's it it's not that big a deal. I love it when we play this game. I know, right? A <laughs> uh, hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh, oh, see, okay, now you went way over the retail price. They got those for the low, low price of seventy five thousand dollars. <laughs> see now, is that total or is that total? Each? Total. Nope. Okay. Total. Because I went, I went seventy five ish each. Plus the cost of the dog, which is how I got to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How much for the dog? They, threw, okay. the, they yeah. threw the dog in for free. How much yeah, is that bronze doggy in the window? I... <laughs> so then <clears throat> the reporter kept asking questions. And apparently uh, the former sheriff said he actually ordered these things two years ago, but they were delayed because of COVID-19. Because, you know, stuff, right? Like, I don't I barely even remember ordering those. However. The receipts, <laughs> because the sheriff's office apparently has investigators that says, hey, we should probably look at the receipt. The The receipt has the previous sheriff's handwritten signature and in his own handwriting, the date 4-20-2020 and the words, good to go. So, so not really, it wasn't really ordered two years ago. And it was actually, it was actually ordered during COVID. Matter of fact, April 20th of 2020 would have been about a month into sort of lockdowns. And the sheriff was like, you know what we should do? Just give me a statue of myself. That, that'll, that'll, really, that'll really bring everybody up. Oh, he also said doing bronze statues are pretty common. Go to the Florida Sheriff's Association. They have several out front. They're depicting deputies and sheriffs and first responders. So um, anyway... The, the only people that knew that he ordered this, which is always good when you're spending public tax dollars, was the sheriff, his former administrative assistant, and the office's financial director. Nobody else was aware of the order. The current sheriff is uh, is thinking that he, he could use the statue of the officer and the canine if he removes the names off of them so that they, they aren't individual. They represent everybody. And he's looking around to see uh, if somebody can take the statue of the former sheriff and uh, melt it down and make it into something we could use. <laughs> um, Sweet Lord. Again, apropos of nothing, guess who's going to Zazzle to see their statue section after this show? Two statues in that car, man. <laughs> and for reasons, yeah, we'll throw the dog in for free. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Sure. Why not? We just perch him right between the two of us. That's good. That's good. Yeah. 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 Um. Let's see. What else do we have here? Uh. Oh. Speaking of this. Um. Another one. The. Did you hear about the world's fastest accelerating roller coaster in Japan needing to close? I did not. Yeah. So, uh, known as one of the, uh, known as one of the world's most terrifying amusement park rides, the Du Donapa roller coaster in Japan, right near the base of, Fount Mu- of Mount Fuji. Fount, shut down Fount Muji? Is yeah, that where that, it was? Yeah, that too. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm doing my best here. I'm trying to. <laughs> so. I can't wait to go see. Fount Muji next time I go to Japan. 
You know, this is the part where I want to say it's great how you get to edit out all of your mistakes, but I've listened to this show and you don't do that either. So <laughs> I don't do that either. <laughs> <sighs> oh. Oh. Sorry, please. I, I apologize. I went to college with a guy my freshman year, Fount Muji. He was a great guy. <laughs> he had this. Uh, the he had a Nintendo system that you just, you, man, it was great. I <laughs> uh, <clears throat> loved the mood. He was a great guy. He's great. <laughs> oh. um, the coaster is known for its super death speeds, and it accelerates from zero to 112 miles per hour in 1.56 seconds. It also features the, uh, the world's largest loop. So, uh, so it goes very, very fast, makes a big loop. And it's been open for quite a while. But in the last six months, multiple riders have reported getting off the ride with broken bones, specifically necks and backs. So uh, they've shut down the ride that, is at, that has super death speeds <laughs> because people's backs are breaking and they're not sure why. But they think they had to shut this thing off for a little bit until they're really clear. What what changed? If this thing has been around for a while, but people real really? That's what the that's what the amusement park is saying is, hey, haven't heard haven't had this in the last six months. It's been fine. So uh nobody can figure out why. You you know you're having a bad day though when this is in an article about you. Uh more, moreover. Dudanapah first opened in 2001 and successfully ran for decades without any reports of broken bones. <laughs> oh, and uh, they renovated it in 2016 to make it faster. It wasn't this fast before. They, 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 they added speed in 2017, but the injury results are only in the last six months. So uh, the reason, of course, I bring this up is, okay, so we know that the fastest accelerating roller coaster goes from zero to 112 in 1.56 seconds. I think we can beat this with a water park. Action park and no. <laughs> you, you are the football on a kickoff. So you're just sitting there. And this big thing swings down, and right before it hits you, it just hits you. It just the foot just blasts you with water and sends you up in the air like a kickoff. Hopefully, it's through the goalposts and not, as Bear fans will well remember, off the goalposts. Yeah, that's going to hurt. That's going to leave a mark. Well, for some people, that first time you hit the goalpost, that's going to hurt. For a Bears fan, the second time while you're still in the air, you hit off the you hit off the second goalpost. You get smashed into the goalpost and think, "Oh my god, that hurts so bad! I can't believe what are the odds?" And then you're like, "Wait, what is? Uh oh!" And then you hit the second one, and you're like, "What are the odds?" And Corey Parkey, Cody Parkey's like, "Yeah, what are the odds?" I don't know. Four times in one game. I mean, that's talent. It's talent, man. I'm telling you. Couldn't do that again if he tried, and he's not going to get to try because he did it once. All right. Oh, hey, by the way, this is going to be this is going to be popular. We've got a, I got a couple of actual sports topics. If oh, it's sports topics with a visual gag. Always, oh. always a fan. Favorite. Oh, our fans love this. Yes. If I send you a text, can you see it? 
Uh, yes, I believe I can. Just out of curiosity, while you're doing that, I'll ask you, are our fans only fans or are they more than that? No, I, no, I'm, we're not going I'm not, there. I'm not, I'm not touching that one. That's you couldn't pay me to touch. Never mind. <laughs> oh, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm going to set this up by saying, so earlier this year, we went off on the NBC sports crews, their inability to pick a picture that aligns with the story in any way, shape or form. Yes. We, we then found out, however, that NBC is going to be shutting down NBC sports. So I was, I was very concerned about what the staff is going to do. I want to say, I think I have some good news because I think some of the staff from NBC sports have now found gainful employment, specifically at least one person at ESPN, because this is what I saw this week. Iowa State Cyclones, Notre Dame Fighting Irish highlight AP preseason All-America team. Is that a picture of North Carolina? Yep. So the subdeck says North, no, Notre Dame and Iowa State each had three players on the Associated Press preseason All-American team. Three players each. And then they listed the entire first team of All-Americans. And I looked through it. The picture is of a North Carolina quarterback. And I was trying to figure out why the North Carolina quarterback is the quarterback that was selected for the second team. Apparently the person wrote a headline saying Iowa state and Notre Dame. And the person in charge of graphics said, I can't find any pictures of that. Got a football player. Apparently the graphics person went to North Carolina. It's entirely possible. Yep. Yep. So anyway, um, I, I think now we got to keep an eye on ESPN because, uh, yeah. Jeez, idiots. Oh, I mean, know, this, this entire show is turning into idiots of the week. Including right here. Including, including right yes. here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so what are you, uh, I've, I've been talking for quite a while here. What do you want? What are you watching? So one of the things that we did while we were in the car, we listened to. Matthew McConaughey, Ma- Matthew Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights, which was okay. a book on tape, I guess. I don't know. We grabbed the Audible book, so we listened to Matthew McConaughey talk about green lights and catching more green lights and avoiding the red lights and stuff like that. And we got about two chapters in, and I looked at Amy, and I said, you know. I'm not exactly sure this is a great book, but it's all right, all right, no, no, all right. No, no, I tried to stop it. I tried. So, Kevin, Kevin, you saw I tried to stop it. I I literally saw where it was coming. I could see the car running the red light, and I was jumping out like, no, and I couldn't get it. And Amy said, how long have you been waiting on that? You couldn't have waited a little longer? You could have waited a lot longer. <clears throat> oh, I could have hold, I could have held that all night, all night, all night. <laughs> It's it's fine. His story of how he grew up and the family he grew up in, it's it's a tough listen. I mean, it it's very interesting and he tells some really interesting stories and some funny stories, but the family dynamic here it's, it's tough. It it's just it's really tough. I but I enjoyed it um the part as far as we got into it. Um, I did enjoy it. It was, it was interesting and, and a different 
um, different perspective on on life and and how to um, how to approach things. So, but so we're so we're listening to that. How about you? Okay. So uh, we're listening or listening. See now you got me doing it. Um, we found on uh, on Paramount Plus. So good luck finding it because <laughs> Paramount Plus. There is uh, there's a, a short series called From Cradle to Stage. Dave Grohl, headman of the Foo Fighters, drummer for Nirvana. His mother wrote a book called From Cradle to Stage, where she interviewed the mothers of famous musicians to try to get stories and you know what is it what does it take to raise a famous musician right kind of just background. They took that book and they turned this into a series. And so far, season one, I believe there's six episodes. Dave and his uh, Dave and his mom travel around the country to go interview famous musicians and their moms and talk about growing up. And the entire time, what's interesting is it's a story within a story. Episode one talks about Dave's earliest years sort of growing up. So Dave's story gets told over the course of all of the episodes, but then each episode also includes another musician. So if you're a fan of the Foo Fighters and, and Lisa's a big fan of the Foo Fighters, like, Hey, Dave Grohl, by the way, Dave Grohl is also a, uh, I mean, if you've heard interviews, okay, admittedly, dude swears a lot. Like, like his level of swearing just in a regular conversation, like sailors are like, dude, just drop it down a level. Come on. He's very bright. He's very thoughtful. Um, it, it's also, it's also interesting. If you hear him, he's, you know, well, wh- Hey, what do you do most of the time? He's, he's like, you wouldn't believe what it's like to go sit in line to go pick your kids up. Like you're in the minivan, got to go pick the kids up, like those kind of things. Um, I will also say we've seen him in concert. Uh, we've seen him in concert. The, with the Foo Fighters twice. The first time we saw him was in Salt Lake City and the opening act, the drummer was sick that night. So the drum tech was playing the drums for the opening band because you you need drums if you're a heavy metal band. Um and then and then Dave comes out He's getting ready to do his own show and he comes out and he's like, Hey everybody. He's like, Hey, I, these guys are awesome. And, uh, the drummer's sick. So if you don't mind, I'm going to sit in and I'm going to play the drums on a couple of songs of theirs. Uh, picked up their CD this morning. Just listened to it. Uh, so Dave Grohl came out and played drums for his warm up act. Really played a couple of songs on drums that he just picked up and then, and then said, thanks. I got, I got to get ready for my show and then went off stage. And I'm like, there, there's a lot of big time musicians that would not come out and play drums or the backup person for their opening act. Um, yeah, he is, Lisa and I discussed, uh, having seen lots and lots of concerts of everybody we've seen in concert, I would say he is, I would, it's probably him and Garth Brooks who at least from the audience seems like they are genuinely having as good of time as you are, if not better. Like they just exude that. Like I'd be doing this for free. Like you guys are paying me for this. Holy crap. This is awesome. 
anyway, so Cradle to Grave, uh, episode one, um, they interview uh, Dan and Christine Reynolds. So Dan Reynolds, frontman of Imagine Dragons. Then you've got Pharrell and Carolyn Williams. And then you've got Miranda and Bev Lambert, Brandy and Teresa Carlisle. Those are the episodes we've seen. And then they also talk with Tom and Mary Morello and Getty Lee and Mary Weinrib. So anyway, um, really interesting. It's, it's just, it's very interesting to, to hear about it. And here's what you get from a lot of this stuff is like a lot of these really, really big musicians, like you're like, well, you know, I wasn't doing very well and I just kind of stuck with it and I got some lucky breaks and I worked really hard and I came from nothing and now look where I am. And then they're, but they're like back at their parents' house usually. And so like they're in their old room. It certainly makes all of these big musicians seem very relatable. Let me put it that way. Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. So from cradle to grave on Paramount plus, if you can find it. (laughs) So what'd you learn this week? Well, okay. So I teased this up at the top. I'm back on the road doing trade shows, right? Yep. In Florida, everybody, everybody is kind of remembering how we do this again. And so I got to the show and, and we're doing a game as our engagement strategy, right? So we've got this. You got to get people to stop, right? You got to get, you got to get attention. Right. Uh, And so we're doing this game on the iPad and it's anyway, I showed up. And everything was set up and everything was ready and we were ready to go, except I have no prizes because someone forgot to ship them. Not me, but someone <laughs> else forgot to ship them. I'm like, okay. So I'm on the phone. We're talking about it. They're like, not a problem. We can still overnight them today and you can have them tomorrow. Okay. That was great. That was Tuesday. Today's Wednesday. They didn't. They didn't send them USPS, did they? You. They did not. What I good, learned. Good decision. Good decision. Well, what I learned was that FedEx seems to have the same problems as USPS <laughs> because I could track the six boxes, six small boxes that got overnighted, and at one point they were stuck in Indianapolis. And then at about 10.30 this morning, they were at the sorting facility in Orlando, which on Tuesday night on my way to the hotel, I drove by. I know where this facility is. It is, it's not close enough that I could walk to it. Well, I mean, anything's walkable if you have the time, but it's not close enough that I would want to walk to it but I could it's it's close. It's, it's that close. And my packages are there <laughs> apparently. But again, what I learned was that FedEx seems to have the same kinds of problems that the postal service does. And I learned that as of nine thirty eight on Wednesday night, I still don't have my friggin' packages, <sighs> but Everybody, and I mean everybody at the show, enjoyed the game so much 
they honestly didn't care whether they won a prize or not. So it worked out fine. Wow, that's really cool. And, you know, it, anyway, everybody was really Wait, fun. there's prizes? Yeah. Oh, I thought the prize was just getting to play the game. I, I went to Office Max. I bought a whole bunch of candy. We gave away a bunch of candy whatever it was it was fine it was it hopefully the prizes will be here tomorrow maybe before we shut down at five o'clock that's Um, that's what i'm that's what i'm imagining is show closes let's say five o'clock close the doors boom boom disassembling the the thing taking everything down taking the stuff around off the table and everything else getting it all packed up and everything so he goes hey Dwayne, are you uh you checking the bag back and you're like nope nope just got my carry-on then FedEx dude shows up with six big boxes and goes, got a package here for uh, Johnson. <laughs> and you go, guess I'm checking some luggage. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just relabeling those boxes and shipping them back to the warehouse. I am not checking anything at that point, dude. I am refusing delivery. Just send it return. I am marking that one return to sender Elvis. I am done. Is there, is there a, a D Johnson here? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. He left. He. You must be thinking of the other Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. 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 He was here earlier. It was a big thing. Sorry, you missed it. Sorry. Yeah. I think he's. I think he's over at uh, Disney World doing the Jungle Cruise. Try him there. Oh. Uh, how about you? Did you learn anything this week? Uh. Yeah. Uh. I learned. I think from now on, I might have to open our front door first thing every day, um, instead of Lisa. So, uh, last week, I want to say Saturday, we'll say Saturday for the sake of the argument. Lisa opens the front and she goes, Hey, I'm going to go get the mail. Kind of walk across the street, go to the box down the, I'm going to go get the mail. All right, cool. Unlocks the door or the front door open. And then I hear, what is that? Uh, guess, guess that's probably intended for me. I guess that's, is that me? Is that me? That must be me. It must that's, be me. It's probably me. So I walk out there and I look, both still in the house, look out, kind of past our, we had a little, we had a little half gate, kind of look out past there. Oh, oh boy. I've seen that one time before. Um, so I go look at it. Oh yeah, yeah. I know what that is. Oh, what is that? Oh, it's a dead scorpion. Nope, nope, nope. Door closes. <laughs> Noped her way right out of there, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's dead. It was on it was it was headed towards our front door. Yeah, but it's dead. It's dead now, but it wasn't <laughs> on its way to our front door. So so I was focused on no big deal. It's a dead scorpion. Apparently, it was a bigger deal than I realized. Now, the good news is I'm prepared for this, which means throw some shoes on, go to the garage, get the pokey stick grabber. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you need the pokey stick grabber if it's dead? Yeah, I don't trust those things. (laughs) Are you, and not to fuel the fire, but I'm going to, are you 100% certain that he was headed, I'm assuming it's a he, was headed towards the house and wasn't headed away from the house after having already been inside. Can you can you verify that? 
Well, I could verify that it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, there's no. It couldn't have been inside because that door hadn't been opened in quite a while. I mean, like a day and a half, and I had been out they there can, the previous day. They can fit through a very small. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not helping, am I? <laughs> I don't know whose side are you on here, dude? Are you? It's mine or the scorpions? I don't. I don't understand which. <laughs> No, there's, I, there's your title. Whose side are you on? Mine or the scorpions? <laughs> title. Um, not to get all Quincy on you, but by taking a look, and by the way, that's a deep cut. By taking a look at the body position and everything else, I I believe it was it was inbound at some point and then and then died. So. Uh, Lisa was a little freaked out. I'm like, do you need me to go get the mail? She's like, yeah, why don't you go get the mail? I'm like, are you you going to leave the front door ever again? She's probably not. No. So, um, not great. Uh, you need to go draw a little chalk outline of a scorpion around the back door as well. <laughs> what was that? Uh, I don't know. Don't want to talk about it. Um, actually, if you think about it, though, the reason to do that, it wouldn't be to mess with Lisa. Because, by the way, just not for nothing. Just, I wouldn't play that game. Oh, this would be fun to mess with Lisa. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> don't do that. No, 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 don't do that. The chalk outline wouldn't be for Lisa. You know what the chalk outline would be for? The other scorpions. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> do you remember a movie called Support Your Local Sheriff? I remember the title, but I don't think I ever saw it. James Garner. This is one of my all-time favorite movies. James Garner plays this guy who's just moving through town, right? And has to deal with the outlaw element in town who's not the brightest bulbs. And so he gets hired as sheriff and the town council takes him to see the new jail that has been built. And it's brick. It's nice. It's gorgeous but there are no bars installed on the doors or on the windows. And he picks up a bucket of paint and drizzles a little bit. Of, he draws a line and then he drizzles a little bit of red paint right on the line. And then he goes and arrests the guy and puts him in the jail. cell. So he says, well, this is, this is just plain. I say this all the time. That's just plain dumb and stupid. There's no bars on the windows. There's no bars on the wall. This is just plain dumb and stupid. And then, what's that? As he looks at the little red pile of, of, well, that's the last guy that tried to cross over the line. Oh, and then he sits right down and that's it. Okay, we're good. I say, I say that's just plain dumb and stupid. I also say 60 for who and 40 for who. We're going to split this 60-40. Or split it 60-40. 60 for who and 40 for who. That's also from that movie. I, I quote, I quote support your local sheriff all the time. Amy and Lucas can attest to that. Fantastic. <laughs> right, now, Amy, right now, Amy's listening to this going, yeah, he does. Yeah. All the time. All, all, all the, time. the time. I, I honestly, if you like, I mean, it is, it's a Western. Walter Brennan is in it. Um, Harry Morgan is in it. It is comedy. Western. I, I know. I know what movie you're watching on the plane ride home with the six boxes sitting in your lap. This is the good part. No, no. Shh, 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 shh. This is the good part. 
Oh, great. Next week, I'll report that I, what did I watch last week? I watched Support Your Local Sheriff again. Oh, fantastic movie. So, Scorpions, huh? Just Scorpion. Just just one. <laughs> Second on this podcast. <laughs> It's available on Incompetech.com under a Creative Commons Attribution License. Let's see if I can do this from memory. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd on Apple Podcasts or Overcast, Spotify, Podbean, wherever you get your pods, just search Talking and then number two, no G, no space. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can leave us a voicemail at Oh, sweet Lord, I can't remember the phone number. It's also CPA. 515 also CPA. Oh, hey, there's the, hey, I found my notes. That's 515-257-6272. I've only said it for like 50 straight weeks and I still can't remember the phone number. You can check out, oh, you can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. I forgot that. Uh, you can stop by and visit us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Thanks to our listeners, especially the new ones. Send us your feedback. We love your feedback at feedback at talking to Todd.com. Did I leave anything out there? No, nope, I, I think uh, I think you covered it. Excellent. Todd? So uh, speaking of the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, they were originally the Supersonics, but they moved. And you're looking at me like, wait, why are you talking about the Oklahoma City? We didn't talk about that at all in this show. Last week in this segment, I followed up and let you know information about John Stewart's show, which appeared at no other place in the show except for me referencing it because you edited it out earlier. So now. <laughs> no, did I really do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sweet Lord. Yep. yep. Todd's just going on about John Stewart for no apparent reason. It was a hell of a lot funnier when, when it was in the earlier part of the show. And meanwhile, at the end of the show, Taj is just spotting off about random stuff. So if that's the case, sure, I can come up with random stuff. Well, it saves you Googling. Oh, no, I had to Google this. But I'll tell you what, it's a lot harder when you're like, Google anything. <laughs> oh, Lord, I'm sorry. Hey, you know, you get what you pay for. Oh, so if you, I don't know, if you have editing suggestions or God knows anything else, send them our way. We'll talk about it next week right here on Talking to Todd. This is going to be fun to do every week while you're traveling. <laughs> step one, get a better microphone. <laughs> I don't know what step two is, but step one is get a better microphone. <laughs> <laughs>